we are activating your unique self-discovery one show at a time. The Orchard of Wisdom Self-Discovery Podcast are at your fingertips, just waiting to inspire and invite you in discovering just how awesome you really are and how to navigate through life in joy, enrichment, personal abundance, in mind, body, spirit, heart and soul. All the people we bring you are here to serve you on your journey of life. Do enjoy our next show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy. One, the individual against the masses. We look at the collective as a whole, and we always address the whole, but we seem to want to sacrifice the one. But the many ones make up the masses. So isn't one just as important as the mass? If we look to each individual out there and we took care of each and every one, we would have a stronger mass, a stronger collective. We seem to have become a disposable society where we throw one away because it doesn't comply, hasn't conformed, it's troubled, it's lost. And we think that therefore they can't fit into society, so we just dismiss them. But if we keep dismissing people because they do not fit into this ideal of society, then we're in trouble. We're in trouble because we are not meant to conform. Now there are some foundational common denominators, codes of conduct that we follow. But this conformity idea of that you must be regimented, pigeonholed and categorized, immediately starts division. And in that division, we lose the whole. And if we lose the whole, we've lost the individual. It is our individualism that allows us to find a collective that we are in sync with, that we are in harmony with. As I said, discovering our beautiful instrument, learning how to play it, And once we've learned how to play it, finding that orchestra in which we can bring that strength of that instrument to the collective orchestra so we can create harmony together. It's not about everyone at the orchestra just mindlessly being one. It's each one in their own beautiful strength coming together as one in their individual strengths. And I think this is where we get it wrong. We think that We need to have everybody in one mindset. And when we have that, we lose creativity, we lose diversity, we lose the meaning of life. When we look at each and every person as an individual soul, someone who really is a beautiful divine presence of essence on their own, then we start looking at how each one of these beautiful souls can come together in a harmonious way with our help. But it is up to us to help. It is up to us to step forth and be a part of that solution, not the problem. We know division doesn't work. We know that ostracizing, persecuting, condemning people does not work. We know that it fractures the collective whole, the equilibrium the oneness of the masses. We know 
that it causes pain and anguish and anger and fear and hurt and retaliation. So why can we not look at this? Some people prefer classical music, some people jazz, some people rock, some people hip hop, some people alternative. Does it make them wrong because they choose different music? That different type of music does something for them that may not do for you. Same with food. Some people are vegan, some people meatarian, some people like deep fried food, some people like fresh raw food. Again, it's a personal choice. But how does it affect you? It doesn't. We have become so dictatorial on how other people should live and that they must conform to your ideals. There are people out there with your ideals. There are people out there that are your tribe. And you can gather with your tribe. And if you wish to live in that code, as long as that code does not hurt anyone else, and that is your orchestra, you're going to make that music. But then to say that everyone has to listen to that music because all other music is wrong, is wrong in itself. So if we could understand that the one is where the importance lies, each and every beautiful individual instrument of a human being matters. And if we nurture each and every one of those beautiful human beings into discovery of that beautiful instrument, how to play it, which then orchestra or band or soloists that they need to join, then we will have a collective that is more in sync, in tune, and in harmony as a collective. Red, blue, black, white, polka dot, brown, yellow. We love to divide people into categories. I don't understand why. Inside, we're all the same. We all bleed the same. We've all got the same organs. We only have the same needs to survive. It is our thoughts, our traditions, our practices that separate us. But if we looked at each one of those thoughts, separates and, and conditions, our culture as a being a different tune, a different type of music, then why would we be in such a hurry to condemn it instead of listening to it and learning from it? I don't like every music out there. I'm not into the heavy metal. So there's going to be people out there that are into heaviness. And that's not me. I like to keep things light. I like classical music, but I don't like operatic music. But other people love operatic music. Does that mean I have to hate them because they love opera? Please get real. You know, one of the things is we've become so incredibly petty as a human race. We love pointing our fingers and condemning someone. There's three pointing back at you. Who makes you holier than thou? Who makes you so more important that you can condemn everyone else instead of the importance of self, not self-importance? The difference is this. The importance of self is nurturing your own instrument. Nurturing your heart, your soul, your spirit, so your mind know what it needs to know when it needs to know it, because it's listening to the intellect of the soul, heart, and spirit. It is at one, it is present with self. It is one strength. It is one essence. 
It is our resilience. It is our clarity. It is our truth. It is our love. And when we come from this place of love and we exude that love out to others, we are contributors to the solution and not the problem. And if we look at each and every one of those people, every single one of us here on this planet are stepping into that light of love, kindness, caring, consideration, collaboration, cohesiveness, and understand it doesn't matter what music you play. It doesn't matter. Are you finding people to play it with that creates a harmony that resonates with other people? As I said, you could be the soloist, not part of a tribe. But does your instrument feel like nails on a chalkboard or does your instrument inspire? Does it lift people up? Does it leave people with a smile? Does it make the heart warm? Do you imagine if your only job in this world was to lift people's spirits up, to warm their hearts, to hug their souls, to make them feel heard, seen, and cared for. Imagine if every single one of us stepped into that role, despite what color we come in, what choice of music we like, what choice of anything else, food, culture, religion, or anything else that we like. But all we did, each and every one of us, was cared, had kindness, caring, consideration, respect, and love to share. Can you imagine what kind of world we were in? Wow, I can, I can. But you see all those world problems out there that everybody likes to abstain from or blame someone for. We created that. And in that creation, we've created discord. We've created hate. We've created more fear. We've created panic. We've created division. Certainly no unity in that. So how do we bring that unity back? Well, pick up your own instrument. What are you here to play? Are you an inspirer? Are you a doer? Are you a healer? Are you an investigator? What are you? What is your instrument? Dive right into that discovery of what it is. Learn everything you can about it and how you can bring it to the collective as a part of the healing, of the inspiration, of the illumination. That's your only job here on planet, is to be from the inside out an essence of love and meaningful purpose that serves us as a collective. Now, it has to serve you first, because if you are running on empty or just giving and not sharing and not rejuvenating, then what have you got to give? But when you step into that essence of such love that you want to share with such passion, such calm, beauty, exuberance, you will always be rejuvenated. You will always have a generator that will serve you because whatever you're giving out and whatever you're uplifting is ricocheting back to you and embracing you from the inside out. Imagine a world where the one counted. Each and every one of us counted. Imagine a world 
where the one mattered. You mattered. It didn't matter. The color of your skin, your religion, your sexuality, your economics, your education, none of that matters other than the beautiful soul, heart, and spirit that you are and the instrument that you are that makes a difference in the lives of others. Each and every one of us steps into that purpose, steps into that essence of who we really are, and we start sharing it with one another. Just look at what we can do. You see, we are part of the problem because we like to feed hate, fear, my way or your way is wrong, and no, you're doing it wrong. I hate people like that. Well, when we do that, we're feeding the hate, we're feeding the fear, we're feeding the discord, we're feeding the problem. When we choose to, I may disagree. I do not feel that way, but I wish them love. I wish them well, and I wish them openness so they can see the love that lies within their heart. And then you move on to the people that are ready to receive that love. A heart has to be open to receive love. A heart has to be open to receive wisdom. A heart has to be open to feed the spirit. A heart and a spirit and a soul need to be open to feed the mind. If your heart is shut down and you're in hate, then you are forever in contamination. You've built your own swamp. You are so caught up in the negativity and the abstinence of self that you are a lost soul. But when you decide, and the mind decides it cannot live like this anymore, and it wants to open up its heart, even a crack, open it up to see the beauty, to see the love, to see all that this planet gives us, all that the universe feeds us and guides us with. I'm not talking religion. I'm talking about source wisdom, source energy that runs through us and gives us that clarity, gives us that understanding of what we need to know when we need to know it. When our hearts resonate with that truth and our spirit knows how to get into action and the mind just surrenders and becomes the knowledge that is needed in that time. If we could step out of just living in the ego or the fear head and open up our heart, soul and spirit's intellect and become centered and at one in our own presence and our own beautiful instrument, and we play that instrument with such love and conviction. Everything from us exudes out, no matter what it is that you are doing. The love in which you do it, the kindness and caringness that in which you do it, all of that becomes something that feeds, fuels, ignites, and empowers another person. So while you're looking for solutions to all the problems out there, while you're looking for everything that is meant to be somebody else to blame, somebody else to fix, please understand the one 
creates the masses one by one. And you are one of the one. And if you want a mass of hysteria and hate, then that's what you're feeding. But if you want a mass of love, community, collaboration, cohesiveness, clarity, kindness, caring, and love, then feed that. You feed that by feeding yourself, your heart, your soul, your spirit. You go in and you look at all the programming that you've been given for your entire life, or even your DNA life of your parents, past lives even. And you look at that and you go, what serves me? What doesn't? This old memory, this feeling of doubt, this feeling of negativity, this feeling of fear, this feeling of lack, this feeling of not enough. It has been imposed upon me. It is not me. And you decide, proverbial pen in hand, to rewrite or paint your new canvas to who you want to be, to who you really are, to whom you wish to serve, the light that you wish to become. And you really give that energy. You really give it love. I promise you, it will give you a painting like no other because you've allowed, you've surrendered to that energy and it has brought you clarity. You have deleted the anxiety, the lack of, lack of love, lack of self-worth, lack of, of um, feeling attached, the lack of uh, feeling connected, the lack of feeling lost. You've let go of all of that. And you've empowered yourself to belong to yourself, to the inner child, to this heart and soul and spirit of who you are. You've done the work. You've taken the journey. And in that calm, beautiful, loving spirit that you are now, you are exuding that love. You are resonating it. You are that love. You are the love you seek. You are the peace you seek. You are the purpose you seek. It is all you, and you are as important as all of the mass, for you make up the mass. So, what is your choice? To let go of all the angst and just realize how tiring it is, how much it drains you, how it doesn't provide any solutions, just more hate. And instead, the willingness to delete the old programming, to look at each other from the inside out. doesn't matter what our vessel looks like. doesn't matter what our heart, soul, or spirit is contained in. But to look at each other from the inside out doesn't mean you have to agree. But it does mean you can still care. And in that caringness, you can give someone some loving energy so they may find the light within themselves. But be the light that shone bright from within you and be that light of inspiration and invitation to another. Every one matters. Every one creates the mass. Every one builds a community. 
So be the one that can be a part of the orchestra, can be a part of the collective, can be a part of the community, because you are working from your strength, from your empowerment, from your love and meaningful purpose to add to that collective, that collective force that creates a mass of pure love in everyone that you touch, see, and are around. It's up to us. Are we embracing the one yourself? And as a one, are you embracing the community that you vibe with? All of the answers lie within, folks. All of the answers are within you. When you decide to be present with self, purely present, no chatter, no chatter of what's happened to you, no chatter of what, who did what to you, no chatter of what you're angry about, just beautiful deep breath of going in and being at one with self, being present in the now. And I don't mean cross-legged on the floor in silence. You can find this in nature. You can find this in music, in art, in reading. You can find this in any way. But it's a place that centers you. It's a place where you go in. It's a place where you're at peace. And it's a place from where you can grow lovingly, vibrantly, energetically, so that it can exude out and be a part of the solution that the world needs. The one. You, the one, is the most important person because you built the collective. Until next time, folks, I wish all of you a loving week, a time and space where you look in and learn to love yourself from the inside out. You are not what's happened to you, but what's happened to you has given you wisdom, knowledge, strength, and understanding. Use it in your own self-discovery as to who you are, what you are, what you're here for, and how to share that inner love out with everyone else. Until next time, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Find all of our shows on selfdiscoverymedia.com under podcasts or selfdiscoverymedia slash shows. And for all our current shows, go to What's New. We are supported by you, the audience. You'll see a nice big shiny blue button for one-time donations or follow us on Patreon and you will be able to support us there. We enjoy bringing you such wisdom. And the next show will be up in just a moment.